What up, bros? What up, bros? And welcome to Brown Meets World. What is Brown Meets World? Your Boy Meets World fan cast. This is episode 68. I'm so, Siege. What's up, guys? I'm Tony Coyas. <laughs> and Tony Coyas. Uh, this is our season three finale. Finale. Guys, we're, we're here. We've we're had some good times. And I I gotta say, this episode is interesting. I don't. It's not one of my favorite finales. I'll I'll say that right off the bat. But they do a lot of interesting things in this episode, and I love a Corey Eric episode. They're rare, but when we get them, they're always interesting. So well, that's what I love about it. Uh, aptly titled "Brother Brother," this episode really explores Corey and Eric's dynamic and. It's kind of something that has always been unspoken, but they really, really tackle. And I think they handle it in a pretty interesting way. Totally, totally. Uh, let's do the Tell Me About It. Tell me about it. Tell me all about the show. Season three is ending. One more time before we go. I'm very proud of you. You don't always make it rhyme, so when you do, I I, I want to give you credit. Now I gotta pull out all the stuff. Exactly. This is season three, episode twenty-two, brother, brother. Corey dreads his upcoming summer vacation when he realizes that Topanga's going to camp. Sean's traveling with his father, and Eric's leaving for college. Having graduated, Eric decides to take a cross-country trip until he finds out that he didn't get accepted into the college of his choice, so he invites Corey to ride along with him. Yep. That's it. That's, that's us. Yep. Thanks, guys, for listening to Broadway Mates <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, we don't even really have a roll call. It's kind of like all of our, our main players this, this episode. All right, so last season finale, the home episode... Far more impactful, learning about Sean, learning about, uh, you know, him having to find a new place to live after his dad abandons him. Real high-stakes high stuff. This felt really small potatoes because I think we all knew from the beginning that Eric was not getting into this college. Yeah, I mean, like, even the name of the college was like... <laughs> it just, it seemed so, like, ridiculous that it was getting so dramatic for something that wasn't even, like, Corey goodbye forever enjoy your room i guess i'll see you in a few years maybe like all this real like like uh bitchy under the breath you know passive aggressive comments about something that just wasn't even a problem yet it just seemed hard to care about yeah honestly i think for me i i first of all you told me that eric doesn't graduate and he does graduate because feeny hands him a diploma you're so, right. You're right. I was I was looking at this episode. I went into this episode being like, "Oh, when are they gonna tell him that he doesn't graduate, or you know, like he's gonna have to, he's gonna get into somewhere and then have to delay it?" But you lied to me, Sarah. So. You know what? I apologize. <laughs> I got it mixed up. It wasn't that he doesn't graduate high school. He doesn't get into college. Exactly. Yes. Which I will say, there are two things that are really important about this. One is that uh, they don't make a big deal of. Eric graduating college. I wrote the same thing. Uh, I mean, high, high school. school. High school. Like, he, at one point, was a terrible student. Like, him and Sean were both, like, really bad students. Yeah. And so, you saw him working with tutors. You saw him doing everything he could to improve his, you know, test scores. And even though he doesn't get into college, they never give him, like, 
that moment, I was hoping for a quiet moment between him and Feeney where Feeney's just like, hey, I really want you to appreciate yeah. the, 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 the journey you've been on and how far you've come. And they have that one scene where he frames his diploma, but I was wanting something No, uh, first meteor. of all, I want to see Eric cross the stage with his yeah, diploma. I mean, don't even see it. he admits to slacking off for three and a half years. He turns it around where he graduates. You know, because there was definitely several times we've seen he was not going to graduate. That he was definitely in danger of like not, I don't know, being left behind. Especially the way that you had told me at the beginning of the season, I I saw all the signs there because it's there, and for him to not get a graduation, um, or even like that graduation moment where, as you said, where it would have been great to me if this episode had been like. Hey Eric, you didn't get into college, but I want you to appreciate the fact that you did graduate. Yeah, and that is no small feat. We just kind of steamroll right over that. And but we're just you know like, what? I feel like that's such a true reflection of society. How we steam over high school graduations now. How this whole like if you don't go to college, you ain't exactly. shit. Which this show that was my part perpetuates. Too. That was my part so too. hard. Which is the fact that the big disappointment is that he doesn't get into a college. That a He's already shown that he uh, didn't really prep for or care for. And then two, we have an entire debt crisis nowadays from people who just went to college because their parents told them to. Yeah. So the idea of perpetrating this and not really expressing the importance of college or the highlight that is a high school graduation. Um, I always think really it's kind of irresponsible, too, for like, this show does such a great job of showing us a uh, lower-income character like Sean, yeah. giving us access to a trailer park, these really unconventional sets that we don't typically see on television, um, maybe like Roseanne or something, but just showcasing a, a different worldview with, uh-huh. through Sean. And I really thought that with Eric, this would have been such a great opportunity for them to talk about, like, community college or trade schools or like talk about other options Absolutely. that are out there for people like Eric who have a ton of potential, but school just wasn't for them. Absolutely. Forcing a round peg to fit into a square box is again, like you said, what ultimately led to this, you know, big issue we have with student debt. So I just, I really wish they would have done something different with him. Absolutely. And I, I mean, yeah, th- there's no, nothing else to say yeah. other than that. Um, and but I will say, Corey holding on to the letter, I was so upset about. Yeah. Because it shows, again, I mean, don't get me wrong, Corey is shown to be immature throughout this episode. and not, They never really praise him for it. But they also just kind of steamroll over the fact that he has had this letter for a day. Yeah. And... Eric's making all of these plans and he's doing all of these things. He's moved up his trip because A, Corey's being a dick, and B, he thinks he's going to college right after this. And instead, he has this very valuable information that he hides from him like a three-year-old. And I was like totally against that. I want to talk about uh, Corey and Eric for a second because... Like I said, I really like a Corey and Eric episode. I just wish we had more of them. Like, I feel like we haven't gotten a good Corey and Eric episode since, like, season two, probably. Uh-huh. Like, I feel like all their storylines this season were just like, oh, we're going to throw mom and dad a party, or yeah. we're going to go out for New Year's Eve. Like, really just, like, uh, surface-level stuff. 
And so when you have the season end with like this tension between like a brother losing his brother and like, it just really feels unearned to me. Like it feels like something I wish they would have worked to or like, like have episodes where Eric is excited about the idea of going to college, but like maybe is starting to realize that he's leaving home and how scary that is. They don't really show or talk about any of that. It's just like all of a sudden, Hey, I'm going, I'm excited. Peace out. Oh yeah. Me and my brother have unresolved issues that have never come up before. Well, I think that I will give the show a little bit of credit because what they do is instead of giving Eric this grand send off, which you know, we know that he's coming back and all this other stuff and make it where everyone's emotional they do show that Morgan's taking it serious and the parents are like, we have our, our sons leaving the house and it's this big thing. But for Corey, who we've seen, as you said, throughout this season, he's like, you're never here. You never really want to hang out with me. Why would I care? And we understand later that it's a front and he actually really does care. And he is upset that Eric's leaving. And in a way, he's upset that everyone's leaving him. But... I think it, there is something to note that they acknowledge the pattern that we've seen. Yeah, but you know it's a I mean? pattern we've seen in season one and in season two, and not so much a pattern we've well, seen. Well, in this season, again, I, with the exception of, I think, last week and maybe one other time where Eric was like, you know what, you're my brother, I'm going to help you out. Every other time Corey had something, he was Eric thought about Eric. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that that's what Corey just has in his mind. He's, he's, we saw this. He admired his brother. He loves his brother. But at a certain point in time, he realized that his brother didn't care about him. Mm. So he just wasn't as invested. No, I, and I get that. I just wish that would have been taken a little bit more seriously. I get, I, I, I get that. There are lots of, as usual with Boy Meets World, there are plenty of scenes that we don't need and we could have fleshed out a little bit more. I am, definitely behind you on that i'm just saying that it is understandable and it kind of tracks that Corey's first response would be a kind of why would i care i never talk to you anyway and then very much which we see later on he do with sean at the wedding which is just kind of be like 15 years, you know, like, take, have this moment where it's like, it all comes out. He's like, 15 years, and I don't even know you. Yeah. And, of course, he doesn't just say, that hurts my feelings. He's just like, so, yeah, there's that. And he just kind of walks off and pouts. And, again, I, I do not like Corey's behavior in this episode. No. But I do think it tracks for what we see him do later and the relationship he's had with Eric so far. Do you think... There was any suspicion from anyone that Eric may not get into college. Amy and Alan seem like, yeah, this is it. We're saying goodbye forever. I don't know about you, but nothing about Eric makes it seem like he's moving out forever. Well, yes, I do. I think, I mean, like, he's packing up his room. Um, He's going on this cross-country trip. Like, it, there is an air of when he gets back from this trip... He's going off. That That's kind of like the feeling that I was getting. I don't see why he packed up his room to go on a road trip. Well, this is what I'm saying. It's It felt like, to me, that he packed up his room so when he got back from the trip, all he had to do was take all of his stuff and go to college. Hmm. Like that's, that's what I got from it, which is why it made sense to me. 
what I don't what I don't think makes sense is the fact that he is going on this cross country road trip. Yeah. Some of the places were uh, mentioned by Eric at the end of the episode: Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, <laughs> Miami, Florida, Malibu, California. Yeah. He is driving all over the goddamn country just so he could hopefully get an acceptance letter to a school that's also in California. No, so San Diego. What he originally, I feel, I feel like it changed because originally he was just doing a cross country road trip, but at the end of it, when he doesn't get into the college of his choice. The agreement is that he stop by and look at colleges. Not that he'll get accepted, mm-hmm. but that he'll stop by and visit other colleges and just kind of see what it's like and see if any um, catches attention. Well, I'm just so glad that Eric's been working so much at Allen's store this season that he's been able to <laughs> afford a cross-country road trip to all 50 states, which he intends to drive to. When Feeney says, how do you intend to drive to Hawaii? He goes... I'm going to keep driving till they start speaking Chinese, and then I'm going to U-turn. Well, I do think, again, this is what I'm saying. We needed to have a little moment of Eric like getting his degree, specifically because he goes, I want to thank everyone who's helped I. <laughs> and he's like, me. And he's like, I quit a U-turn. <laughs> And again, it's just that whole thing was like, no, how, no, I want, let's, let's, I need it feeding, but let's look at the records again. <laughs> let's make sure he's actually passed. I feel like it was weird that they had this goodbye party at Chubby's when they didn't invite any Eric's friends because Eric has no friends. They didn't invite any of Eric's friends, but they invited Corey's friends. Corey's friends. <laughs> That's what I mean. Better. Have it at the house. If you're just going to have, like, your neighbor <laughs> and your brother's friends show up. Like, why are you renting out a room at Chubby's for six people? What are we doing here? <laughs> That's a good point that I did not notice. Get some extras in yeah, there. Yeah, get some extras. Have people walking around like it's a party. Like, we don't know. <laughs> the people who came were Eli... Eli and Turner, (laughs) three of his teachers, his brother, two of his friends, and his parents. Eric, you're a goddamn loser. (laughs) (laughs) That's a very good point. Uh, But anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I was very surprised, as I said early on, that he even graduated. And then the fact that we have this storyline of him not getting to the college that he wants. And now he's going to... I, I always love to see how they set up summer episodes, you yeah, know, like, yeah. like hiatus and the fact that he's going on this road trip with his brother, I thought was a nice ending and a solution to, like, they could have just had it be Eric didn't get into college and now he's stuck in, you know, cliffhanger, all this other stuff. But what they do is they make it to where Corey and Eric have a chance to bond now. Yes. They've established and they've understood that they never really valued their connection and they almost were separated without mending it. But because of kind of Eric's misfortune, they get a second chance and they take it. Oh, and 100%. Eric hops on it and I think that that's great. Alan didn't tell him. Um, Feeney didn't tell him to include his brother. He thought, you know what? I'm still going to go on this trip and i'm gonna take you with me and i thought that that that's really cool and i like that and i kind of wish we could get a little bit of that road action we actually do in the season four premiere okay okay that's good um 
don't I, know if I trust you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's all about how Eric doesn't want to come back home. Ah, it's waiting for him. Who who knows? I don't know. If we're getting into season four territory. I'll stop yeah. myself. Love it. Um, I want to talk a little bit about Corey and him saying goodbye to Topanga and Sean. Yes, let's do that. Because Corey has a line where he tells Topanga like, "Oh, it's the summer of our fifteenth year." What she keeps this, saying? Who says that? Yeah, that's not a thing. <laughs> this is the most important summer of our lives. All of that's code words for. I want to fuck this summer, so let's make it memorable. Stay home because I, <laughs> I believe get busy. you. Because I, the, yeah. what else would make your fifteenth year so memorable? I so important. I just couldn't um, understand why Corey's just like, dude, get a job, go to camp yourself, like do something, make yourself productive, save up some money so that you can go on a trip. Or I don't know. It just felt like he w- These were just problems I couldn't find myself. Sympathizing about, yeah. No, I agree because you're right. Alan, uh, Alan's losing an employee. Yeah. <laughs> so why not ask to work at your You're 15. Shop? That's when Eric started working for his dad in season whatever. Like exactly, and I that would have been uh, like an option. And then the fact that he kind of whines to Topanga and he's like, "I'm secure. This is an all girls camp, right?" It's just yeah. One of the things I I thought they did. Okay, so they make two jokes about this. The first time. Uh, which is Sean's house is also a car. Yes. And the first time I was like, ha, ha, ha. And then the second time I was just like, well, you know what? This is actually a reality for a lot of people. So well, maybe- I, I will say that the, the joke being, uh, Corey says to Eric, sorry, to Sean, I thought you were staying home this summer. And he's like, I am. That's the beauty about having a mobile home. You know, it's just like your, your home goes wherever you are. And I was like, What's funny is they're not degrading mobile homes. They no. actually say that that's the, the perk about it. And then the only other joke that I kind of really saw is that it's kind of cheesy and it has that cheesy horn. Um, but everything else, it seems to be really showing the benefits. And, and Sean doesn't seem to be having a a a less fun or interesting I guess summer. you're right, because Sean never is embarrassed or upset by this. He is just very, just, like, proud of where he comes from. Absolutely. They don't show it as, like, a rundown mobile home or anything. And don't get me wrong, I will say that... You never see the mobile home. You never see it. And I will say that there's kind of coding in the fact that it is a mobile home, and the joke is that, you know, Sean's poor. Yeah. But I also think that at least the way that they show Sean and the way he sees it, he's getting to go on a road trip with his dad. Yeah. And he's getting to spend quality time. He hasn't with seen his, his dad in like the whole school year. So and I love still... the idea that Chet was like, you know what? Yeah, let's do this together. And I think that that's great. I yeah. love that we had an opportunity or we see Sean doing something productive with his summer, unlike Corey who's like, Woe is me, I have all this free time as a middle class white man and nothing to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I don't really have much else to say about this episode. It's pretty cut and dry. It really is. I think we had like again, I just love that we explored the brother dynamic. Yeah. I love that we actually have moments of the family saying goodbye as if it was goodbye, you know. One of the things I feel like is important about this episode is I feel like like, this show, like, I think I had mentioned it in a previous episode about how I feel like the show is kind of divided into, like, four different shows. Yeah. The family dynamic being the first season, the school being the second and third season. I feel like this episode is like, hey, we're going to bring back some of those family elements that we had in that first episode. 
talking about the relationship between everybody in the family and how yeah. they feel about each other. Because all of that is, you know, stays true for the next season. So it just feels like between the, the Disney episode and this episode, it feels like they kind of are figuring out the formula. One thing I will say is that I truly do not understand where these kids are getting their money from. <laughs> At one point, Corey says to Topanga, I will pay you $1,000 to stay here and hang out with me. He already blew all this money in Orlando. These kids are going on like these road trips. Alan's giving them a few bucks, but that doesn't seem to be their main source of income. Almost a gold where, card. Where is this coming from? They don't work. <laughs> Alan is making that supermarket money. I don't think he is, though, based on what we saw in the previous seasons. Maybe they're breaking a few legs. You know what? Maybe it's Amy. Maybe Amy has been selling houses like a boss. Very, very possible. We haven't seen them talk about uh, budgeting as much this season as we did in other seasons. In all fairness, we haven't seen them very much this season as we have other seasons. I'm just saying, they have three kids again. They could afford to bring Morgan out of her room. Yeah, they they were able to get their daughter back on lease. (laughs) So I'm just saying, things things to be looking up for the Matthews. Um, The only other thing I wanted to mention is that uh, Feeney has a moment where he's like, make sure to stop in Boston. And I again, I always remember, Feeney plays John Adams. Yes. And so, like, of the whole Philadelphia, Boston, I think it's called 1987 or something like that. Well, I think they also imply that Feeney is from Boston. 1776. Yeah. Yeah, 1776, the show. Yeah, yeah, the show is called. Um, But yeah, he's also, his character allegedly is from Boston. So I think that was one thing as well. I just thought, like, for me, it was like all the allusions to William. What I love is that they were like, oh, Dad, uh, can we get some extra money so we can go to D.C. and check out these museums? I'm pretty certain DC's like a two and a half hour ride from Philadelphia. Like it's also, not a long the trip. The Smithsonian's are free. Yeah. So. <laughs> like I'm sure they went on this trip on the field trip because it's not a long drive at all. Absolutely. Uh, anything else? Nope. That's it. Okay. Um, any lesson that you have? Take time. advantage of the people in your life while you have them in your life. I Absolutely. Think kind of it. I, mean, I I completely agree. I think that the dynamic between the two brothers, and, like even that kind of fight that they have, which yeah. again is like this is whenever Boy Meets World does a fight, it's it's not really there's no swings that happen. They always toss each other. There's always a body slam. That's like a real dramatic thing where no one actually gets hurt, but it looks like a lot has happened. But it's also it's that whole thing where I will say as much inconsistency as they usually have, it's Corey pushing someone again. And just, like, he, that's him starting stuff. And it's like, oh, we're doing this? And the other person's like, you don't want to do this. I do, like, they're like, I understand that you're upset, but you need to chill out. Yeah. And, um, so I just thought that that moment was really important. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you. How about a bra moment? Um, not really. I don't know that I really have one. Honestly. The only thing I have, the only thing I'm going to say is, again, Corey being like, it's an all-girls camp, right? It's like, dude, just chill out. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have anything. This episode, I, it felt like it was like, we need to resolve some storylines and set up the next season, but it didn't seem like it was much beyond that. Absolutely. Not every not every episode and not every Bruh Meets World episode has to be an hour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, homework. Yeah. I have a homework assignment that actually you introduced me to. I would like to encourage everyone to check out Ethan Serpley's Instagram account. Am I saying that name right? Um, Frankie the Enforcer? Yes! Ethan Supply? Am I saying that? Is he Supply? Anyways, Frankie the Enforcer, as we know him here on Boy Meets World, um, 
is uh, this actor's Instagram account is fantastic because he has gone through an incredible weight loss transformation. He is unrecognizable. <laughs> and it's crazy rewatching this show and seeing him, you know, and remember the Titans and this era butterfly effect where he was, you know, at a very large weight, maybe his heaviest weight. I don't know. Yeah. But to see him now just fucking cut and built and just a full Chris Pratt transformation, I was just like, damn, like, I, I don't know. I did not expect that at all. <laughs> and, I mean, I feel like I saw him in movies fairly recently where he was still packing on some Even Motherless Brooklyn, which just came out, he was still kind of bigger. So this transformation must have happened it fairly very, recently. Very recent, yeah. But, um... Yeah, nothing but love and support for him. He's been a fantastic actor. He probably has one of the most interesting careers of any Boy Meets World alumni, other than maybe Adam Scott. And, um, you know, he was in Wolf of Wall Street. Like, Yeah, he, he, he's been a key player uh, for years. American History X, he's been yeah. in some great stuff. So um, I would just, yeah, encourage you to go follow him and show him some love because, you know, we, we always try to keep an eye out for our former Boy Meets World um, cast members, some of yep. them end up in porn, and some of them do this. So. Hey, it's a job. <laughs> it's a job. <laughs> uh, all right, so my homework is going to be uh, this book. Uh, I'm back on my books. I'm back, you know, New Year, New Me. New Year, uh, New You book. Yeah, and it's called Less. Um, and I don't know who, how many of our uh, listeners out there LGBTQ, but uh, it's a one of the very rare um, queer themed books. Like the protagonist is gay, and uh, it's not the main uh, plot line. It, it could happen to a heterosexual co- couple or individual, everything that he goes through. But it was a very interesting story, and it says a lot about dating and aging and being in this middle aged life yeah. and thinking about your future, thinking about your past. Uh, and I just thought it was a really good uh, read. And again, that's called it's called Less, L-E-S-S, by Andrew Sean Greer. Um, I thought it was a good read, and I wanted to put it out there, you know, awesome. recommending awesome more work. literature and, of course, LGBTQ authors. The so, yeah. more you know, guys. All right, that is our episode. And that is our season three. Hey! We will meet you guys back with our report card of season three. Um, but until then, remember to dream, try, and do some fudging good, guys. All right, later, bros. Later, bros.